Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And today we're here to review the Disney Marvel film Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I had to make sure to get that right because I was pronouncing it wrong. Same. I was directed <laughs> at the theater. <laughs> by somebody else or just the movie? By by one of the workers. I can tell he meant it. He was correcting us, not because he worked there, but because you're like, no, you're wrong. No, I'm a fan of this. Right, exactly. Say it right. Exactly. You say, yeah, we're going to see Shang-Chi. I mean, Shang-Chi? Yeah. That's in theater. Seven. It's like, oh, okay. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> Get it right. Um, but that's good. I mean, I, I like that there's a lot of fans out there and they're like yeah. really passionate about this. So that's good. Definitely. But essentially, this film is about a martial arts master. Shang-Chi confronts the past he thought he left behind when he's drawn into the web of mysterious Ten Rings organization. But what did you get from Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to go over the cast. Mm, Yeah. So Shang-Chi is being played by Simi Liu. Uh, Katie, the best friend, Aquafina. Yeah. Tony Leong as Wen Wu slash the Mandarin. Fala Chen, she is the wife. Michelle Yeoh, I'm pretty sure she's the aunt. Uh, surprise guest, Ben Kingsley. And oh, Benedict Wong as Wong, of course. Uh, I'm not sure how to say her first name, but Zhang. She's the sister as Xiaoling, or uh, I'm not sure how you say her name. I was right. Okay. Um, but that's pretty much the main cast. Um, but what did you get from Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? So I really enjoyed Shang-Chi um, a lot more than I thought I would. It was funny and very exciting at the same time. It was... Um, I knew the character Shang-Chi, but not all that well. Um, and of course, what they did to the Mandarin in um, Iron Man 3, which he did not deserve. And I thought they did a really good job of fixing that at the same time, um, making a pretty interesting story. And one that I thought, and we'll talk about a little later, but one of the reasons this villain is so good is because um, he has a heart and it's a really a family story. So yes, he's evil, but for different reasons. Yeah, he is evil. He's more of that sympathetic villain that you can see why he's doing things, or at least towards the latter end of his or the latter end of the movie. But I really did enjoy this one. Um, I think I had a pretty good story. Um, they tried to blend in some of the, the characters from the comics, because I think he the, the villain is a blend of two different characters. Um, you know, with the Mandarin and um, right. Shang-Chi's, yes, his, his actual 
father. So they, they're blending in like an Iron Man villain with Shang-Chi's original father. But um, out of all the characters, I don't know, Shang-Chi might be the most bland one. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad character, but as far as the most interesting. I don't think he's the most bland. I think his sister's the most bland. Okay. Um, well, I guess her demeanor. <laughs> um, but I did find the Mandarin a lot more interesting. Um, Katie Aquafina, hilarious. Um, and Sean, she was there. He was, he's the main character. <laughs> See, like there. I said. <laughs> you know, like I but said. again, not the most boring. His sister took that role. He was probably runner up for it, though. <laughs> and I'm going to say um, Trevor, Trevor Slatter, Slattery. Um, who could like Ben Kingsley, um, the fake Mandarin? He he was hilarious the entire time. Yes, he was, but it wasn't like I was just like so excited to see his character because I didn't feel anything for him. I mean, it just kind of explained what happened to him after the fact, but I, I was like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, that's him. I didn't miss him at all, um, <laughs> but he definitely offered some comic relief that I wasn't expecting. Um, so that was good because Aquafina is hilarious comedian, funny actress. Um, but to have Bing Kingsley really be a goofball as well was was pretty fun. And then Wong, I mean, I thought this was his movie. Um, really? He, he was only in it for about 10 minutes maybe combined. Um, and that's being generous. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> it's probably closer to five. But I felt like I was like, whoa, whoa. Why is this man so important? You know, of course, he's he works with Strange, um, but it kind of gives me that hope that I had. Um, someone said when Doctor Strange is going to come out, they were like, now watch. It's either going to be Doctor Strange or Black Panther that's going to be the next Iron Man who, you know, puts together all these movies, is jumping in, putting together teams and whatnot. And now that Iron Man's gone, I think they're moving with the Doctor Strange route of that route. Um, you also have, of course, Chadwick Boseman has left us, um, so there's no telling who or how they're gonna, you know, follow up Black Panther and what role that's gonna have going forward. But um, still happy to see it with uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum and all this stuff because we got Multiverse of Madness coming. We have No Way Home, um, all this stuff. Eternals. Eternals. I mean, Strange is gonna be busy, and so is Wong. So I'm glad to see they're already getting to work. Yeah, I think you kind of had to have him in this movie because he is of Asian descent. So you want to kind of put him in there somehow. And they they were able to. Um, I guess pretty easily since they can kind of transport themselves anywhere. <laughs> um, you know, with, with the... Nice little ability. Say what? It's a nice little ability. Yeah, what do you call that? I forgot what it's called. Um, oh, I don't know what the actual word is. <laughs> I just do the spinny circle move with my hands and just pretend. Yeah, you know, it's a portal. Um, right, but portal. <laughs> yeah, but Aquafina, she was great. Um, Tony Leong as the villain, very, very impressive. I mean, he's more of that kind of like, he doesn't have to say anything, and you know he's dangerous. <laughs> like, you can just right. look at him. He's just Definitely. like, don't mess with him. That, that that's right. what that's what kind of villain he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and Shang-Chi, I, I mean, he he did great. I'm not saying the actor did bad or anything. They just right. didn't make him the most interesting character. I mean, mostly everything was happening to him and he was not really pushing anything forward. Um, yeah. But, I, you know, I, I like the sister also. Um, Zhao Ling, I, I think she did pretty well. I mean, she's not really a... Um, a really expressive character but no. you know, <laughs> she's she's pretty good in her role um i guess we'll get to some of that you know the mid-credit scene or post-credit scene at the end where you get more of like dr strange stuff but um any other thoughts before we move on to the story no let's get into it Okay, so uh, at the beginning of this film, we kind of go straight into the history of the Mandarin or what we think is the Mandarin. So this is Tony Leong's character. He is basically a conqueror who is basically taking whatever he wants. Um, Somehow he has the Ten Rings and he creates this organization of the Ten Rings and is just basically taking over whatever he wants. And then he goes to this village. Um, I forgot the reason why. I think he just wanted to conquer some more. Um, but he runs into this lady who is very graceful and has, is basically matching him for every move. And this lady ends up being or becoming his wife because she brought something in him that he didn't know he had. And he fell in love. Um, he put the rings down, put them away. Um, her village that she was a part of, the wife, she ended up leaving that village so she could um, become his wife. And then they start a family together. You know, they have the boy, they have the girl, boy is Shang-Chi, girl is Shaoliang or Shaoling, sorry. Um, and just out of nowhere, some of his old people or old opponents nemesis come out and kill his wife and now the bad has come back out of him and now he is training his son day and night to avenge his mother um and basically he turns into a, a very cold man almost what he was before his family and um shang chi he he carries out this mission but then after that, he runs away. Um, and by this time, he's 14. And then we fast forward 10 years into the future. Um, I did fast forward through most of that, but I don't know if you had any other comments about any of the stuff leading up to that. Um, not totally, but I will say the um, artistic style of the fighting in this one is very interesting because you have hand-to-hand combat, very fast moves. You have things that are inspired by um, Jackie Chan and his style of fighting in movies. Definitely. Um, that was, is, yeah, very visible. Um, there are many times where I felt like I was watching Rush Hour or Rush Hour 2 um, through this, particularly when they were um, on the, in the side railing or scaffolding um, on the side of that uh, tower in Majapur, I believe. Um, that felt oh, yeah. like it was straight out of uh, Rush Hour. Right with the bamboo poles and whatnot, um, I, I get caught up. <laughs> <laughs> Lee! 
<laughs> but Jackie Chan was always the one to try to avoid conflict. You know, right. he's always trying to duck and dodge. Sean Tree, I mean, he was pretty much trying to knock you out. Right. He's throwing punches right back. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you ever watch Jackie Chan Adventures, the cartoon? Oh, yeah. Forgot oh, about that. Really wow. good. Really good show. Really like that. Brings up good memories. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we fast forward to present day where Shang-Chi is, I guess you can call, call him your average man, maybe, being a valet with yeah. his best friend, Aquafina. I'm not sure how right. much they get paid, but I'm pretty sure you can't, hmm. you can't um, feed a family with that. So, no um, but you know, they're just happy with their lives. They're, they're happy just, you know, being a valet, I guess, for this really prestigious hotel. Um, so, uh, they go back to Aquafina's family and they start rubbing it in. Like you guys don't want anything else for your lives, you know? You got this college degree and education. I mean, and all you want to be is a valet. So their family basically wants them to do better. But um, right. then I'm not sure how, like where they were going, but they end up on the bus and, you know, they're just going about their business. And then these guys come up to Sean Chi and basically say, you're coming with us. And he's like, no. And Aquafina's like, confused like why are you even after shang chi he doesn't even seem like he knows how to fight and little does she know he's probably the best fighter in that on that bus and he starts whooping everybody's tail i mean not a mark on him <laughs> i don't even think they touch him no i mean he was going at it i mean dodging ducking you know using the bus poles and whatnot and to get around um, all those things. It was, it was, it was, it was a good scene. It was one of the better fight scenes. I think, um, I think he, the, it, it suffers from what a lot of these movies, I think in Marvel suffer from where you have someone who's super skilled and it's super great to watch and see. And then you meet people who have powers and it's like, ah, they're more interesting. Um, so all of a sudden his fighting skills don't matter, right? Because you fast forward to the end, I mean, you could argue any, all those cool moves he was doing in the beginning of the film did nothing. I mean, there was, there's a whole part where they unlearned that. So there's that. He was more interesting before we met other characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you think he compares to other superheroes at the end of this film? You know, the, the final version of him at the, at the end of this film. The final version, I feel like, is at a, like, oh, um, entry-level Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> he's young. He's just got his powers. He used them by accidental learning, right? He got his powers during a final battle, so they both have the same powers to use, and all of a sudden, he was a master at it without any practice. Um, first time seeing him. First time seeing him. Somehow, they worked i don't know how they code to your body but they just did um and he knew exactly what to do um but i can't i i wonder where he's going forward um i wonder what he's doing with long what's going to happen in the future with him in the mcu because right now 
I don't, I don't see any matches up. I'm looking for the new Avengers lineup, and I don't know how he fits in. I mean, with those rings, he can be pretty dangerous. But without him, I mean, he's just without a, him. He's a, a, norm- average. he's a normal he dude. Same, normally, he has the same problem Steve Rogers does. If he gets a bullet in the right place, it's over. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute, and, but he's not like super powered though. He's not a super know, soldier. I'm saying it would only take a bullet to even kill a super soldier, just the right place. Um, they just never shoot there in these movies because they're supposed to live. Um, but they're not that super. And he's even less than that. I mean, he's Hawkeye level um, invincible, which is none at all, right? Um, Black well, those Widow, rings, like, he's pretty dangerous though. When he has the rings, but if he is on the street, if he's walking down the street, he could get mugged and killed just like anybody else. Wait, wait. I mean, I guess if they have a gun, but if they don't, he can whoop them. It, I mean, he trips the wrong way. He could break his neck. Like he's he's not super. Also, I, one thing that was really unbelievable. I was trying to figure out his age based on what they were saying. And they said he was 24, yeah. basically. I was like, yeah. this dude is not 24. They expect no, him to believe that. No, the actor's older than that. Yeah, um, he's, he's actually 32. I mean, he's not like, he, he doesn't look old, but yeah. to pass his 24, no, come on, stop it. And he's actually Canadian. Yeah, I saw that he's Canadian. Benedict Wong, who plays Wong, is also British. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Well, I guess with the name Benedict. Yeah, first name Benedict. Like Benedict Cumberbatch. Right, same name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess, yeah, he's, I guess he's on the lower level as far as superheroes. But, you know, he, he can probably do a lot of stuff with that, especially with those rings, the way his father was using them. Yes, if he if he uses them properly, if he keeps his eyes, his wits about him, definitely super powered individual. Um, but I, again, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how he lines up. <laughs> I need to see more. Yeah, because we don't see him with the rings that much. Really, not until the end of the movie. No, very end. Does like he five use- minutes. Right. <laughs> He doesn't have him for long. I felt we got less, I mean, than um, we got with Captain Marvel. Um, and, you know, it took her a while to actually get her powers to be able to be used uh, where she knows it was going on. Um, but even less time with him and his superpowers. Yeah. I mean, really, you could ease, it's, it's like put on a suit for him. Pretty much, except they're very uncomfortable rings, bracelets that stay up or not, they just jangle. Can be good for your risk. Um, but yeah, originally, you know, the rings are actually rings on your fingers, not yeah, bracelets. Right. Yeah. So the the original in the in the comics, they fit in your your hands. Um, some some are saying they maybe wanted to get away from that jewelry thing because of uh, the Infinity series we just went through. So you know, gems on your knuckles. Now we got rings. They look pretty similar. Um, those had different abilities like the infinity stones. So uh, in this, they don't really seem to have different abilities, more so just power force um, and like a magnetism of some kind. Uh, they can do anything that the, 
the user wants, really. <laughs> but less than the Green Lantern's ring. So anything but with limitations. <laughs> I guess. I'm not sure because I, I don't want to spoil anything right now. But, you know, at the end of the movie, there's some speculation on some things huh? with how old they are. Um, yes. Very, very, very old. But, you know, from the comics, it, they're almost like the Infinity Stones. Pretty much. But Pretty much. I, with, I, less, I, with less power, though, like flight and super strength and all this stuff, kind of more like that, those kind of powers. Mm-hmm. These don't seem to be separated. But they could do anything. They could, in one movie, crack them open and they could turn into something else or... I don't know, they could find out what they really are in the MCU. It, possibility of endless. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but where were we? So we have the bus fight and um, I'm trying to think. He beats up all those guys. Um, Aquafina, she's surprised at how good of a fighter he is. So she has a whole bunch of questions. Um Sean Chi, he starts telling her about his history, where he came from, um, the trouble that he's had with his father, why he ran away, and then his name um, change. yes, the name change. He's going by Sean. Chase's name is Sean. <laughs> his, well, his name was Sean, and he turned it to Sean. We make a big deal about how stupid that is, which is hilarious. I think that entire scene in the airplane, hilarious. He's going over how he was, you know, trained to kill and mentally abused and all this stuff and he gets interrupted by the flight attendant it was it a vegetarian or beef right vegetarian beef oh we're out of beef or no oh we're out of vegetarian well i guess it's beef then and for you it's like why are you still giving options (laughs) it was such a stupid part that was not necessary but i'm glad they put it in yeah um i think most marvel movies have that you know some kind of comic relief um but I'm trying to remember why they went on the plane. Because I know he, he knew that his father that was, sent those goons. Well, he figured his father sent the goons and he was flying to the address on the card he got that he thought was from his sister. Okay, I got you. That's what happened. I forgot right. that little part. So that's why he goes to this kind of cage fighting place. Right, we get a bunch, bunch of different characters who are like, just extras in these movies, but um, callbacks to stuff we've seen. Yes. Um, so everybody knows him as the bus boy, you know, who could fight. And he's basically put into the ring just randomly. And it ends up being his sister on the other side. But before that, we do see Wong and he is fighting, I think is the abomination. Yes, it is. But he looks different. Which is crazy. I haven't <laughs> seen him since the, before the MCU. Um, and he's back fighting Wong. Um, also for no reason. Like they're not angry at one another. They're just like they signed up for this. They're buddies at the end of the fight. And he teleports him to what looks like a cell or some kind of facility. It's like metal. Um, so we don't really know where he is or where he took him back to. But I'm sure that means we're going to see more or something's gonna, something's happening. Yeah, I mean, the universe is expanding. Right. But um, Shang-Chi, he gets in the ring, doesn't know who's fighting. And then out comes his sister, who he hasn't seen since, I guess she was six or, you know, when she was very young. Um, 
And then she just starts busting right away. She doesn't want to hear anything he has to say. Um, <laughs> I mean, they do talk by the end of the fight, but she was beating him up for the most part. Um, and then they come to a common ground and um, they start discussing the letter that he thought she sent, but it wasn't from her. It was from her father. And um, more goons come and they start fighting them. And um, Shang-Chi, I mean, he starts with the Jackie Chan moves. This is that scene where they're on the side of that building and um, it's at night. And he's, I mean, whooping all of them. Right. Um, but, but then uh, they stop at one moment and his father comes out and says, I told my men they couldn't capture you if they tried or kill you if, you, if they tried, something like that. Right. Yeah. And he said, I'm glad I was right. That's like, he, and it's why it's like, he's so compelling as a villain because he's messed up. He's like, I knew you could do it, son. That's why I sent him to kill you. <laughs> and I couldn't tell if he was being disingenuous at first, but no, he's just that messed up. He was serious. I mean, I love you so much. Die. I'm proud proud of you. I knew you wouldn't die. Right. Especially after, especially after he had them whipping him with sticks when he was 14. (laughs) Abuse. Well, I guess it's a cycle. Maybe he had the same thing done to him. (laughs) Maybe thousands and thousands of years ago. He's very old. Yeah. Those rings, okay, that is a power. The rings keep him young. But do you have to have them on? Well, it's unclear. It's unclear if it's like, you know, you drop the rings and you instantly become decrepit and start to, you know, fade away. Um, or if you put on the rings and you just age normally while you have them off and you put them back on and you're not invincible. Very unclear. You got to those things on. Right. Or his father could have been a... a a super being of some kind, demigod, and we just don't know. He doesn't know. Uh, and by the end of this movie, you still probably won't know. Still don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, they start reminiscing, you know, catching up. Um, of course, he still doesn't like his father. He still resents him for sending him out there to kill these guys who killed his mother, even though Shang-Chi, as a young child, um, his mother was killed in front of him, but his father also kind of blames him because he did nothing while he watched. That's true. Um, which, I mean, that is a lot to put on a child. I mean, he might've been five. <laughs> what do you want him to do? Right. Right. <laughs> you want to get killed too? Um, <laughs> I now, loved I, her. I mean, in, <laughs> that scene, I kind of wish they showed more of her fighting. Cause I wonder I mean, I'm, they chose not to do it, and I think it did make it a better scene. But I do wonder, like, what her fighting ability was. If she was trash with like, these powers, like, if she could still do a little something, they still beat her. Like, I wonder. We'll never know. Yeah, she I'm... did have powers, so it's not. It's, I mean, you could argue that maybe Shang Chi does have some kind of magical ability because he can connect. Um, but is that only in that you know forest? We don't know. Um, you know, that's for us where his mother is from, where she got her abilities from. Yeah. Um, their sacred village. But um, the reason why the father is bringing them back, back home, and he says, I always know where my children are. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess he has spies or whatever Probably. on um, American soil. 
um, it's because he wants to, or he thinks that their mother is still alive. His one true love is uh, the wife that he put down his old life for um, because he'll sacrifice anything to get her back. And um, he recruits them so they could help him infiltrate the mother's island or village because <clears throat> that's where he's hearing this calling from. Um, and they just think he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Also because he said, if they don't let him in, he's going to burn the village to the ground. <laughs> so Angry. going back to his old ways. Angry, but he's hearing things. Right. And it's like, we find out, of course, it's this evil soul sucking demon that he's listening to, but he's hearing <laughs> He's hearing his wife calls him saying, you know, rescue me, save me, these kinds of things. And it's like, they're telling him, you know, no one's talking to you, dad. You're just hearing voices. It reminds me of dementia or Alzheimer's where someone passes away and it's like, no, I can hear them. They're talking to me and, you know, they feel as though they're crazy and they're not being listened to. Um, and it drives them insane. And that's really the way they depicted this um this calling to him which i thought made it way more uh relatable in some ways realistic sad um feeling emotions for a character like this because he wants his family back together and he's hearing voices um this could have easily been uh a you know a non-superhero alzheimer's growing old type of movie um which is good I think that's what we want. Different genres, different things um, in these movies. So superhero movies don't get boring because they're touching all these different aspects of real life. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Did they mention that? that perspective? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. I just thought about it when I was watching it. Um, that it's, it's so sad that he had thought that. I don't know. I mean, it, to me, it feels like it's too spot on for that to have been something that wasn't intentional. Um, but that's exactly how they portrayed it. Your father's hearing voices years after his mother or his wife passed away and he wants to go and find her. And you have to convince him that he's not crazy. The difference is in this film, he knows where to find her. He knows the voice is coming from and it happens to be a soul singing demon. <laughs> yeah, um, kind of generic, but- um... <laughs> Generic at the end but a fun way to get there. Yeah. The adventure to get towards the end, I think was really great, but eh, I mean, I, I guess you can call that the, the bigger bad of the bads, the, the soul sucking yes. demon, but right. I, I didn't care one bit about him. Um, but also he does explain his history, how um, the, the name, the Mandarin was mm -hmm. used by some guy which we saw in iron man 3 um ben kingsley plays the character right um and his name is trevor slattery and um basically he was saying it was foolish that he was using the mandarin name and the ten rings organization to use as a threat to the americans um and naming it after a chicken dish. <laughs> so I, I, also, I think that played into trying to get rid of the um, the bad 
racist stuff in some of the old comics. Definitely, definitely. Um, so kind of playing it off while also mixing the two characters with the Mandarin and um, what's the father's original name? Um, Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu mm-hmm, with the slant eyes, very racist, stereotypical drawings of that decade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it seems like they did it in a good way. So, you know, you can get a more compelling villain. And um, yeah, basically he was like, um, I didn't want them using my name. So I captured the guy and I wanted to torture him. <laughs> um, yeah. And he also thought it was funny that they were, they were threatened by a guy who was a fake. So um that was just a little moment that they had, but it was it was nice to have that information. Um, but as they are talking about, you know, getting the mother, Shang-Chi and the sister are like, no, you're delusional. We're not going to do that. We're not just going to waltz into our mother's village without permission. Right. And, and then I don't know where, I mean, the father just backslaps. Well, not really backslaps him, but he, <laughs> he knocks him outside the head. Right. <laughs> he said, lock him up. he's like fine i'll do it myself right pretty much you don't want to help me okay cool i didn't need you anyway yep i just wanted you to get in on this because this is your mother right i thought you might (laughs) want to help me that's all right run from it dread it that's all right i'll take care of it myself you don't know who i am do you you know i'm i am (laughs) must have forgot (laughs) you must (laughs) You must have forgot my name, son. Hmm? Uh, but yeah, um, he locks them up and, um, you know, they start kind of reminiscing like, ah, we need to get out of here. And the sister, she goes back to one of these old tunnels that she used to escape before when she was a young child. And um, they come across being Kingsley and he's just kind of talking to this I don't know, something that you would see out of Harry Potter looking animal. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he starts explaining how he got there. Um, he was locked up by the U.S. government. And then um, somebody from the Ten Rings organization got him and they locked him up and they were going to kill him. But then they just kind of use him as a jester. And he's just been down there ever since. Um I thought it was kind of nice having him in there, but it wasn't like I was like so excited to see him Um, because he was a joke the whole time, even for Iron Man 3. And I think a lot of people didn't like that. No, I wasn't excited to see him. I was just glad they were able to not only fix that character, but they really dove in to acknowledge the mistakes that were made. And I think that was great. Yeah, definitely. Um. But he was just for laughs after that, or really pretty much through the whole thing. Um, because but it they, was funny. Yeah, yeah, he was fine. I mean, yeah, he was all right. <laughs> I listen when he listen when he played dead and um, Fran, was it Francis? I forgot what he named the magical creature. Um, and no, even before that, when he when they first meet him, and he says. Um, Oh, yes, this is, um, I think it's Francis. This is, yes, this is Francis. He's like, oh my gosh, you can see him too? 
this man was in there so long, he thought he went crazy and made up this creature. And he was like, oh my gosh, you can see him. And it was just, he just cracked me the entire time. Now, what didn't make sense, of course, the fact that he could understand him word for word, like Ash and Pikachu, that didn't quite make any sense, um, <laughs> right? When they lead him on this journey, they break out. The whole point of them meeting him is really to move the plot along so they can break out of this prison and go to the Magical Enchanted Forest with Francis's lead. Now, Francis doesn't have eyes. So I don't know how he figures this out, but um, he's able to synchronize and tell him exactly when to turn the vehicle, when to go straight and left, right, by making little gibberish noises um, that he then dictates to everyone else in the car. So it's pretty fun. But this idea of the magical forest he had to go through, had to change shape in like a moving grid um, was, was interesting, right? A lot of product placement, got a BMW electric um, going through, right? We're going to the forest and not leaving a footprint. Love to see it. Yeah. And I forgot to mention that they could only go through this forest at one point in time. Like right. you can't go at any any moment. Right. Um, but, you know, they go in there to warn the village, the their mother's village of the father's, you know, how he's just going to barge in there and just take whatever he wants. Um, and they catch up, you know, uh, Shang-Chi, he gets to meet his aunt who's a very good fighter. Um, and yeah, they, I mean, they just basically catch up before the father comes. I'm not sure what he was doing before that. Maybe getting the army together. Yeah, but, get uh, the band back together to make sure you go through. What yeah. I thought was interesting is how did, how did the aunt know what they looked like? I mean, this Have is- Have they not, never seen them before? I don't, I mean, they had never been there before. They didn't know who their aunt was. So I guess it's possible that she sent pictures, but how? Like via pigeon? Like they didn't have any electricity or, or they didn't look like they used any technology in the village. So how did um, the aunt even know who they were? I don't know. Convenience. Convenience. That's what I was thinking about. It's like, oh, I mean, she, she was acting like everyone's even ridiculous. When they showed up, she's like, calm down. Y'all know who this is? <laughs> you know? This is Sarah's son. You know Sarah. It's like, oh, oh okay. that's Sarah. Oh, yeah, that's Sarah's son. That's right. You look, you look so grown. They never met them before. So how do they even know? How does she know? I don't know. Yeah. She just knows where her nep- niece and nephew are, just like the father knows where so. his children how did, are. How did they know she died? Word gets around. Who sent the message? He didn't send it. And it's a, a location that's in, impossible to get to. So I was just I was just interested in this communication outside of this village that was so isolated. Didn't quite understand how that worked. Maybe they're like um, a lesser version of Wakanda. But they didn't show any. They didn't show any technology use. They're wearing dragon scales. I don't know if they dyed it or sew with dragons. They're indestructible. How do you sew it? But <laughs> I digress. Those are my issues. Okay. Well, I mean, I wasn't thinking about that too much. But... <laughs> I was whenever I saw um, the sister suit and it was dyed white and his was red. Like how do how are they different colors? I was guessing maybe one's an underbelly, but is it less strong? Also, is she just as equally strong as he is right now? Because they both got dragon scales. Yeah, I, I mean he's probably the most ordinary fighter. Once he gets up against like some of the other fighters, especially in that village, he's like, oh, right. he's not really that special. No, because they were whooping his tail. I mean, they were using, you know, the, you know, the force <laughs> to, 
<laughs> they're like, you, you need to calm down. You need to open your fist up and just, you know, go with the motion, you know, um, be a little less tense. So all this fighting stuff, they're like, yeah, you don't need that anymore. <laughs> have the force. Yeah. You're cheating. Um, but they also had some, like, otherworldly animals, you know, like a, yes. a lion that kind of looks like it's from... Was it the Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget what they call them, but they're huge. Yeah. And they can, I guess, communicate somehow. They understand what they're saying. Don't quite get it, but... No. It does have that, you know, it, it swipes somebody, you know, in the big fight. You see it in the trailer, you know, when that lion hits somebody and they go flying. I thought that was pretty nice. Right, super strong. Glad we got to see them fight. You know, sometimes they just in the background the big CGI characters, but I liked it. Or they're just there to be ridden on. Exactly, right. The polar bear and uh, Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they, after they catch up, the father buses in with his crew and, you know, it's all out war. And I guess the biggest problem that I have is you know, everybody knows this is the main guy, the main villain. And he just walks on through to where he's hearing this voice over in this big long mountain that's way on the other side of the screen nobody even attempts to stop him he, he just, just walks walked over there <laughs> yeah. i was thinking that too like nobody's gonna stop him from punching the wall i didn't see him go over. i guess he just you know punched the ground and flew over there but like no one's gonna go then but he, he was just walking point. through though he <laughs> He started walking through fight. before he before he jumped. You're right. Yeah, yeah. he was. Just, no one tried to trip him. Nothing. I, <laughs> at that point, I think again going back to that um, Alzheimer's dementia thing. I think at this point, the Mandarin's a villain, but he's not. He's he's broken, um, and we're changing the focus to the villain being the soul sucking demon. Yeah, a, a nameless villain, really. Um, Pretty much, tentacle monsters. The next big thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even after he gets to the wall, they see him and they're like, oh, stop him. But nobody really goes over there. Right. I don't <laughs> I don't know if they just can't go over there. I mean, there's like this big, huge body of water, but still they see him over there on that wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, going at it for a minute. <laughs> yeah and they're like stop them but i think there was something else that got in the way there's these other little demon things that start sucking souls um right right the they remind me of the flying monkeys and the wizard of oz but um they also didn't have names or the little stars from the uh the um suicide squad movie oh yeah <laughs> also similar yeah, except I don't know. I, I think I'd rather go up against the ones in this movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Those things freak <laughs> me out. I probably would have passed out if I just walked past one. If one of them looked me in the eye, I would just die. I would I would I would die right there. Yeah, that whole star I wouldn't thing. Make a sound. Yeah, I'm, I don't Where's know. Where's Adrian on the ground? Dead. He's not breathing anymore. <laughs> just passed out. It wouldn't even jump on you. <laughs> No, they, I'll be a wasted host. They probably die along with you. <laughs> it couldn't be me. 
no. I, I, I see that, that leg open up. No, no. Take me out. Yeah. Um, but uh, Shang-Chi, he was able to get over there somehow. And him and the father start busting. Um, and of course, uh, you know, the, the thing that the quote from the trailer, he's like, is this what you wanted? Basically telling him, like, you know, you wanted me to take over and um, become the man that you wanted me to be. And they start fighting. um, And somehow he's able to take the rings from him by doing some of the same things. Um, I'm still not sure how these rings work. And I'm thinking they're (laughs) going to explain some stuff later because, uh, you know, spoiler, I kind of I think they'll have to jump back into it in future films. Don't know if they will, but they need to. Yeah. But yeah, spoiler alert, I'm going to jump to, you know, the mid credit scene where uh, Benedict Wong comes in and he's like, you know, these things are very, very old and uh, they're trying to figure out some of these things, like what, where it came from, what it's made out of, because um, he got Bruce Banner there also, not as the Hulk, you know, as himself, um, just asking, are they vibranium or some other type of metal or something like that? Um you know, the scientist guy always thinking it's, I guess, something from the earth. Right. <laughs> but, Simple-minded um, humans. <laughs> at this point, it kind of seems that way. <laughs> but, yeah. um, yeah, there's a big, huge fight at the end. He um, fights his father. His father gets trapped by the soul-sucking demon, takes his soul, and he passes on the rest of the rings on to his son. And Shang-Chi defeats the big giant thing. But I, I didn't find that that interesting, especially because, I mean, it was kind of dark. I mean, it, <laughs> it was. <laughs> but I, I guess if it was a little bit more colorful, it would have been better okay. for me. Because, I mean, I had no connection with that big giant thing. I mean, it was, you really, I mean, you saw the whole thing, but you didn't. It was, it was kind of like Jaws. Um, and I guess you can't really have a connection. I mean, you want it to die, um, or at least go back to where it came from, but not, not too special. No. Um, but pretty much everything does get wrapped up pretty well in a nice bow. You know, they're, they're able to return everything pretty much back to normal. Um, Shang-Chi and Aquafina, they go back to the US and also Aquafina, she's able to train with that village their mother's village and she's actually able to fire a significant shot after learning I don't know, one day of shooting an arrow. Yeah, that whole thing, I was like, of course she's going to save the day um, that is ridiculous she had no practice, couldn't speak couldn't speak a lick of uh of Chinese what they were speaking. And that was a good add-in. You know, having somebody that looks like they they should know it, but you know, being US American born. Yes. I think that was a very I mean it's very good for the plot. I mean it made it more believable a story for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the fact that she was able to learn that um and be an excellent marksman is is laughable. And the fact that the arrow went that far and pierced a demon. I don't... And she arrow? did joke about it. She did. She did. So I'm glad they realized it was ridiculous as it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they return. They tell the whole story to 
a couple of friends that they met earlier on in the movie over dinner. And um, they think it's unbelievable, <laughs> as they <Right>. should. <laughs> but should they really? I don't know. I mean, the world has ended, I don't know, a few times already. <laughs> and they bring that up. You know, this is the friends who wanted to get better jobs at the beginning of this. They're like, yeah, you know, at any second the world could end. You should want to make something of your life. I think that's an interesting take. I'm not sure if that's a take I would have taken. You know, the world can end any moment. Well, I'm going to spend it being bored, a regular job. Um, don't think that's what I would choose, but um, interesting perspective. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we get Wong in um, coming through the portal and basically saying, come with me. Right. <laughs> Which I thought was, it was like back to the future. It's your kids, Marty. We <laughs> have to go. <laughs> but he was cool. It was, Vaughn was cool. The music was cool at that point. I mean, he just shows up. And this is the kind of stuff I like. This is why, this is probably the reason I hate Batman and Spider-Man so much. Because they can't be cool. They can't just walk into a space, no mask, be themselves, and then leave and be cool about it. But Wong, he said, there is no secret entity. I am who I am and you can know about it. It's great, come with me. And that's it. Well, you can't have that when you're trying to hold on to Peter Parker. Well, I mean, he can show up in his suit and do that. No. Yeah, he can because people know who Spider-Man is. I mean, he's he's not gonna be like, I guess, stern with it, but he's, He's going to draw attention when he comes in. Yeah, I, I'm saying not hiding who you are. It makes it more cool. You know who I am. Come Showing up. Showing up. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But I mean, with I, I guess you have a problem with all the DC superheroes then. <clears throat> I Yes. I mean, even the, the ridiculousness of Superman and Wonder Woman not even wearing a mask and still able to have a secret identity. Um, that's, yeah, I mean, it is Spitting pretty ridiculous. Phone booths, taking off your glasses. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, they don't really do that in the movies. It seems like they just, I don't know, just show up with the suit on in the next scene. But, <laughs> but it's fine, I guess. I mean, you, you get used to it. Um, but yeah. And we fast forward to the mid credit scene where we just talked about it, where we have uh, Bruce Banner, um, Captain Marvel, uh, Wong. Is there anybody else in there besides Shang-Chi and Aquafina? Um, no, I think that was everyone. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, they um, basically explain, hey, we need to find out more about these rings. They're very ancient. We're trying to figure out where they came from what they're about and your life has basically changed um forever forever <laughs> what you've known before will not be the same because now you gotta fight with us because you know <laughs> how to use these things right and aquafina is just there to know tag along <laughs> down for the ride let's go <laughs> yeah i mean you know they gotta bring the big name so i guess why not right it sells tickets. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Got to do, yeah. Oh, her actual name is Nora Lum. I didn't know that. Oh, I 
I feel like I did for some reason. She's 33. But yeah, um, where do you think they go after this? What's next for Shang-Chi? I don't know. I think one of the reasons I like this so much is because there's so much that's possible now. Um, it's a film that, yes, is very unrelated, but could be very related because there's a mystery about these rings. He's buddy-buddy with Wong. Um, I don't know. He's in good company. He has the attention of Captain Marvel already. Um He's in good company. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, and I like that. Yeah. Uh, it seems like we're having that with almost all of these. Uh, I know with Loki. I mean, that's probably like the biggest one. Yeah. Um, Black Widow, not so much. Not Probably not at all, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, WandaVision. I think Captain America, I mean... Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think that wrapped up pretty nicely. I, I don't think you would have to have anything after that. Um, sure. I think that's been it so far. But yeah, most of these have kind of left you wanting more where, you know, the possibilities are endless. But um, it seems like Doctor Strange and his world are heavily involved. Yes, which is amazing and i just watched that what if episode with dr strange which is really good it's also very sad <laughs> yeah it is i mean they get kind of out of the way i'm like hold on isn't this a cartoon but very dark. <laughs> but um yeah i mean this was a really good film um it's actually just what i expected i think that um tony leong plays a very good villain i mean He's that, that type of guy Definitely. where you like, don't mess with him. You can just look at him. You know, he's dangerous. He doesn't even have to say anything. He just shows up. Especially that scene where he has Shang-Chi as a small child. I think he might be five or six. And he just walks into this restaurant to avenge the, the mother. And he starts talking to the guys. And then you see from the reflection of some kind of wall, right. him just whooping these dudes. I mean, just throwing them across the room, tearing them up. <laughs> One dude, you see it in the trailer, but he gets smacked against that wall. And then he walks up to him. <laughs> kills the man in front of his son. Like th the man is literally on the floor right next to his son. And he just <laughs> shoots him with those, uh, those rings. I mean, those rings can do a lot. They can pull, push, shoot. I mean, propel you into the air. <laughs> Almost like Iron Man's suit. Not completely, but, you know, some, yeah. something like it. Um, they, they can do damage. Oh, yeah. I mean, he killed that man straight up in front of his son. <laughs> it's like, you, these, th this power can be yours one day. Right. <laughs> And he just got that dangerous look in his eye, just like, just looking. That's crazy. <laughs> that man's seen a lot. Well, he's lived a long time, killed a lot of people. Yeah. But uh, I was also a little sad to see him go because he was a man who was just searching for his love. Yeah. He was a bit different than like Ego, for example. Um, you know, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where he's talking about Peter Quill's mom and um, talking about what he meant to her. 
and it was like nothing, right? Um, or in the Invincible series where you have Omni-Man talking about his wife um, and telling him or telling uh, his son, yeah, she's more like a pet to me. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, and then we barely got- a, Barely a speck in my lifespan. Just disrespectful. So yeah, right? I've been I've been with so many other women on so many different other planets. I mean, exactly. It don't even matter. Um, but this guy, no, he he loved he loved his wife, and I thought that was nice to see. Yeah, I mean, he loved her to the end of the earth, to the end of time. He would do anything for her. I mean, he put away his old life for her, put down yes. everything. It wasn't until she was gone when he picked those rings back up. Right. He's like, you know, I, I turned away. I got to go back out in these streets. <laughs> I got to turn to a savage. I got to go. I mean, again, this movie was his. This was really his movie. <laughs> the origin of the Mandarin. It should have. Yes. Yes. Should have been Shang-Chi and the Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> or the Mandarin and Shang-Chi. <laughs> the Mandarin and Shang-Chi. Yeah, put his the name legend first. Of the Mandarin. Right. The legend of the Mandarin and Shang-Chi. In small print, Shanji. What? But yeah, if you look at it, I mean, most of the movie is kind of centered around him. I mean, it even starts out with him. Yeah. So, I mean, I would like to know more about his history. I think if you bring him back, it will kind of ruin some of the feeling that you get with this character. I mean, because I guess after this, he's just a conqueror. But yeah, I mean, he was a great character in this film. Definitely, definitely. Um, but any more thoughts before we wrap it up? No, I like I said, I really enjoyed the movie. It was more funny than I thought it'd be, more compelling than I thought it would be. Um, and I really love the villain. Yeah, would you say top five or how'd uh, you rate him? I don't know. Oh. Uh... Maybe he might be top five. I don't know what that list looks like. Let me see. Well, this you know, you got not, Thanos without going in any kind of an order. I would say Thanos, Killmonger, uh, Thanos, Killmonger. I put the man like the vulture. Who the vulture or Mysterio? You like them? Ah, no, they're, what? they're not in the same love, they're disgruntled employees. What? That's all they are. They're still good villains. Disgruntled employees. Well, he's a family man that was delusional. Disgruntled employees. This man has lived a thousand lives. (laughs) They're not on his level. Thanos is a whole eternal deviant taking over the universe. Um, Killmonger is probably the weakest person on this list, but he was just an interesting character. and I put Ultron on the list. I think he deserves to be on there. I can't but believe it. I can't believe it. But just because he's on it, I mean, the movie was any better than it was. But <laughs> he is on the list. Um, wow. And then maybe I'm glad you put him on there. Yeah, I I would I would put him on there. He's a very compelling know. villain. He is. I don't know who else I'd put on that list. Okay. I think I I would agree for the most part with your villain list. I mean, of course, Thanos, he's still number one. Um, 
Killmonger might be two. And then, of course, you got the Mandarin here. Uh, I like Mysterio. I like the Vulture. Um, I'm trying to go back to some of the other villains. Black Will's villain, not compelling. Ah, no. <laughs> uh, I got to think back to some of the other movies. Captain Marvel, not really. Um, Doctor Strange? No, not really. I mean, I really like the movie, but... Yeah, but Dormammu? Nah. Well, I wasn't even thinking about him. I was thinking about the other guy who was more of a puppet. Oh. Look, I already forgot him, so he wasn't that important <laughs> to me. Uh, I forgot his name. <laughs> I guess he doesn't matter anymore. No. Um, now, he isn't really a great villain, but I like... Uh, the one from the first Guardians. Um, oh, Ronan? Ronan the Accuser. I like him. I guess. He's all right. <laughs> I mean, I, I still like him as a character, though. Um, okay. Definitely for that movie. Yeah. But yeah, I guess they have some really good villains and then some top-notch ones and then some... Mm, okay and then not so great ones but i think he falls into the top five but let's go ahead and give this one a rating so the lowest rating is trash middle is background noise and the highest is a banger so how would you rate the film shang chi and the legend of the ten rings i'd rate it a low banger low banger it's like this is good now you're gonna laugh but i think this is the tokyo drift fast and furious of the mcu you know, I, I'm just not into the Fast and Furious film, so I wouldn't get that reference that much. To I know me, it was in Tokyo, but... It was in Tokyo, yes. It was Asian influence. But the main point is, it's characters who are younger or portrayed to be younger um, with the influence of everyone else who's older, um, fighting in battles they don't quite understand. The soundtrack is pretty good. Nice car. Um, comedic relief. It's out there. Yes, it's it's in the MCU, but to me, it feels like it's it could have not been and still been a very good movie. Um, but it's different. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I'm really not into Fast and Furious. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's from what I hear, it's turned into superhero movies. But I mean, well, the later I, ones, yeah. I mean, he just stomped and, and crushed the whole parking garage. Uh, <laughs> You know, and the rock is invincible <laughs> in those things, but just just a side it. note. I remember Al, you know, cousin Al. Um, <laughs> it, I, I'm not sure which movie was that one. What number was that one? What year did that come out? Uh, 2018. <laughs> it was pretty. 2018, 2017, somewhere around there. Yeah, it was but, one of the more recent. Yeah. I know. <laughs> he was just so done with that movie. He walked out the movie theater. <laughs> is that when he saw him stop me? <laughs> he's like i'm out of here <laughs> now me it. me being cheap i don't care if the movie's that bad i'm gonna go out there you're and finish it because i paid for it <laughs> you're not walking out though no no i'm not gonna walk out no matter how bad it is but he couldn't stand it he walked out he's like this I mean, movie's so ridiculous it's almost disrespect to the series <laughs> like, what is happening <laughs> What is this foolishness? 
Uh, but yeah, but my rating for Shang-Chi is a low banger also. Um, really good film. I think a lot of people would like this film. It's rated pretty highly. I think it's yeah. made a lot of money in movie theaters, even with this pandemic yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely must watch. Um, I'm not sure if you should go out and risk, you know, your health if you feel like you might be in danger going to the movie theater, because right. eventually this will go on Disney Plus. But it's a really great film. Yeah, I really enjoyed it for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that does it for us at Aiming Reviews. Thank you everybody for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, you can click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.